0: Making a Difference About Domestic Violence and Abuse, with host Shereen Rice on the CWR Talk Network. Good evening, this is Shereen Rice with Making a Difference About Domestic Violence. My goal for this show is to educate and to help in the healing journey for those that are suffering from domestic violence. If you are listening tonight and would like to get in touch with me, I have an email address at shireen, CWR. So at S-H-A-R-E-E-N-E-C-W-R at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from you. I would like to remind everyone that our show is on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. And that's typically the second and fourth Thursday of each month. But starting January 1st, we're, are, we are going to be every Thursday. At 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific. So please join us every Thursday night for an update on what's going on in domestic violence or something that might be new, like what we have tonight. I'm so excited. Okay, so my show tonight uh, is with Kristen Williams. But before I get to that, let me tell you about a little bit more. My show can also be heard on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play if you subscribe to those services. If you want a direct link to my program, you can go to cwrtalknetwork.com. And if you want to hear an old show, just click on Our Team and then click on my picture, and I have some previous shows uh, posted there. If at any time that you've experience a trigger by this topic, please call the national hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. Okay, a little bit about Kristen. Um, Kristen Williams has been on my show before, and she was talking a little bit about domestic violence advocacy. On this one, she has a program that she designed called Cut It Out. And let me tell you a little bit about her. She's currently a caseworker for the state of Utah Department of Human Services. Kristen has served as a victim advocate for a law enforcement agency and in a county attorney's office. She has a bachelor's degree of arts in sociology and ethnic studies and is working on her master's degree through uh, the University of Utah. So let us welcome... Kristen Williams. Kristen, can you Hello. hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Hi. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so my first question is you. Is tell us uh, how you started uh, uh, Cut It Out, the Cut It Out program.
1: Okay. Um, so it's not a program that I designed myself. Um, okay. How I found out about it was um, when I was volunteering as a victim advocate with the police um law enforcement agency i should say um that victim advocate knew about it and um what she would do was put together um little gifts for the salon professionals and take the little gifts in with a card um briefly explaining this cut it out program um and so that's how i originally learned about it at the same time and, and where was she I at was She was um, in northern Utah Okay Um, And at the same time I was a hairdresser And so it really Spoke to me So it started out originally By the Women's Fund Of Greater Birmingham And the Alabama Coalition Against Domestic Violence As a statewide program There And then in March of 2003, the National Cosmetology Association took the program um, nationwide. So they trained hundreds of salon professionals um, and have trained hundreds since. And then um, today, the Cut It Out program is a program of the Professional Beauty Association Foundation. So, um, or the PBA. So, the PBA um, educates professionals um, just nationwide. Um, and they also do charitable outreach, government advocacy, um, events, and things like that. Awesome. So, yeah. So, um, so, the PBA is the one that produces all of the materials and gets the educators. Um in line to educate, and then um, we go out and provide this education to the salon professional um or spa professional or anyone kind of in the cosmetology industry or massage um industry any anyone that works one on one with a client um, can take advantage of this education.
0: And can you tell us a little bit about um what they teach the beauticians or the cosmetologists?
1: Yeah, so it's um it teaches the professional how to recognize the signs of abuse and then safely refer And, to and the what victim. are some of those
0: though if you could share that right here? Well, so
1: um some of the signs <laughs> Obviously Did I put there's... you on the spot? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Um so there's the obvious ones. Um, you know, the bruises. Um, the physical signs. Um there's sometimes bald spots, um, indicating, you know, that hair, that the hair has been pulled out and um, I even had one friend who knew I was a hairdresser come to me and say, can you cut my hair? And I had never cut her hair before. And I'm like, sure. And and she said, um, and she showed me this bald spot. And she was so embarrassed to go to her regular hairdresser, you know, because she hadn't disclosed anything to her regular hairdresser. So, um, so there can be bald spots. Um, so, like, if they explain away injuries by clumsiness or, you know, they just explain away all of these injuries or, you know, a tender scalp or, um, like, their hair can become become frail or brittle due to stress. Um, inability to keep appointments is a red flag. Um, unusual payment methods, like... Paying with cash. Um, what else? Um, the, the, their partner will always accompany the client to appointments or waits outside in the parking lot. Um, um, if, a, if a person has a hard time sitting in their chair to have their hair done, if they're in pain, you know, when you lean them back in the chair to have their hair washed, um, mm. general mobility Issues due, due to soreness or tenderness um, or you know that would indicate internal injuries maybe. Um, frequent illnesses, migraines, kind of stress related things, um, generalized pain, soreness, back aches, stomach aches, um, eating or sleep disorders. Um, if they tell you that they're isolated from friends and family, or if they just kind of show All of a sudden strong emotions Or behaviors that seem out of character um, So those things I mean You know one or two Once in a while it Is you know Life but If these are consistent Or concerning in some Obvious way You know those Definitely things that the professional can be aware of and talk more about the client too right
0: okay and so do you go in and teach them or
1: Mm Mhm. yep i do i go in and and teach all of like i've been to schools so that's quite a large audience, or yeah. just each individual salon. I'll go in and and teach them there. Right. And, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to kind of explain um, why they come out. They came out with this program for salon professionals. Um, so a lot of times a victim will be isolated from friends and family and this is the only place that they can go by themselves because, you know, the perpetrator doesn't want to go and sit <laughs> in a salon or a spa, But th- so they'll allow the victim to go, the- to go there by themselves and this is the only time that they can freely speak. Um Not the only time I shouldn't generalize But one of the few times that they can Go somewhere by themselves if it's an extreme Case and also Hairdressers are naturally Or anyone in like a helping profession I would say are naturally Nurturing and good listeners So And and don't we talk to them A
0: lot I mean you know Yeah my beauticians know everything (laughs) Yes That's true
1: and it's it's a unique relationship. So there's, you know, someone recognized this need and this opportunity. So I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's a good opportunity for sure. And so do we have one um, all over Utah? Is it in other States? You said it was across the United States.
1: Um, Mm -hmm.
0: Do we have someone that teaches down in the Southern Utah area?
1: I am. I'm in the southern Utah area, so. Why do I keep forgetting someone, that part? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: because I don't ever see you. <laughs> I, know, I know. So that's probably why. But yeah, it's all over, um, the United States. So if someone wanted to look it up, they could go to probeauty dot org forward slash Cut it out.
0: Okay, so if like anyone's missing it somewhere across the United States, or if someone would like to check to see if um, their beauty shops are are checking on the same thing,
1: mm-hmm. that would be the yeah. address for that. Yes. Uh, just yeah, they can Google "cut it out" and then um, search for an educator near you, and then contact that educator. Excellent, and
0: um, so what if they want to uh, refresh? Do you go back um, over and over, or what do you do? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yep, we can go back as many times as needed, and there's always new students in the school or new stylists, so, yeah, it's always welcome, a refresher.
0: And I know this isn't your area, but uh, does it cover any other type of business? Because I would think that this would be something that would be really good for uh, waitresses, (laughs) Um, you know, anything like that. And the reason why is, oh, I'm going to say probably 30 years ago now, I was at a restaurant uh, with my husband at the time, and this one guy just starts yelling at his wife. I'm going to assume Mm -hmm. it was a wife. It was a woman and Mm -hmm. he throws water all over her. And I said Mm -hmm. to my husband, you need to say something. He goes, no, no, just ignore it. But we both know that ignoring is Mm -hmm. validation Mm -hmm. and acceptable to the abuser. And so she went to the bathroom. I, went into the bathroom I wanted to say hey is there anything I could help you with but I really didn't know what to say again this was 30 years ago when you know in my head I'm like this is so wrong but I didn't know exactly how to approach it and I I just kind of stared at her and I'm like are you okay and she's like what are you looking at and I'm like okay I know you're in a bad yeah um, (laughs) I just wanted to be helpful and I it was but it was kind of scary for me as well but that being said, yeah. do they have anything like that in other service industries that you know of?
1: Not that I know of, but this is a good this is a good general um program that could be applied to that profession. And um, that's what and I was thinking. Yeah. And you mentioned not knowing what to say. That's part of this education is knowing how to assist the victim and what to say. So it, that, helped. that helped big time.
0: Yeah, if someone was with a different service organization that wanted to create something like Cut It Out or uh, get involved in Cut It Out even though they're in a different service organization, would they contact the same people or uh, yeah. what would they do to create something similar to help those that are being abused in their area of service
1: well i think they could start with the cut it out program because it really does apply i mean you know the name cut it out refers or was made up for hairdressers but it could say you know just cut it out mm-hmm. <laughs> cut out the abuse so i think it would apply um and they could visit that website that I that I gave you there's also a phone number if they wanted to become an educator
0: yeah if you could share that with us that would be great
1: yes it's 800 468 2274
0: okay would you like to share that again just in case
1: yes 800 800- Four six eight two two
0: seven four. Excellent. And um this actually might really fit into a new program that we're using down here in Saint George. We started to uh assemble and you might want to join us. It's coordinated community response team.
1: Oh have you heard of okay. that? No.
0: It's uh going to take place at uh, the coalition and we're now meeting at the District Attorney's office. Mhm. And so uh probably anyone in this uh service industry or anything else that would like to attend would probably be beneficial for them as well because we'd like to create in the environment of the entire community service oriented everything you know businesses anyone that has any association at all with people right
1: um, yes.
0: to look for uh, domestic violence also to get involved in the community uh the the community response team the coordinated oh, community idea. response team yeah yeah
1: that's anyways a great idea
0: so you've never heard of that before kit girl is the uh founder of that and she had a okay. documentary made of her called Private uh, Private Violence a couple of years ago. Mm. Okay. And I have okay. not seen that. I don't know if you've seen that, but I haven't. Anyway, um tell us a little bit more about uh cut it out um if there's anything more to share.
1: Okay. Um We talked about the signs and signals. Um, Well, we have, um, you've seen kind of the posters in the bathroom with the tabs on it that you can pull down if you want to take the number. Yeah. Privately. Okay. They have those. They have those kinds of posters. Um, There is a little pamphlet that's a business card size in English and Spanish that the professionals can put out on their counter. Um, And it's kind of also a little safety plan so with phone numbers and signs of abuse and it's a really nice little pamphlet that's business card size so it's just great um, oh gosh, it talks about well let me let me tell you kind of what the curriculum looks like, so um, we go in and we we describe why why we're providing the education and why the the salon professional is so important um to this program and why a victim might open up like we talked about before. Um, Sometimes the salon professional doesn't know the basics um, or hasn't been um, educated before, hasn't been around domestic violence at all. So um, we talk about like the common myths of domestic violence um, why the victim stays. Um, we talk about the power and control wheel. And, and you know, that's really, talk- really
0: important. Um, most women, unless they're physically assaulted or sexually assaulted, don't realize they're being abused.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I would have a, absolutely told
0: you I was not abused under any conditions until really? I was physically assaulted.
1: Wow. Yeah. And it it's such a sneaky process. Um what is that story of the all oh, the crabs in the boiling water? The crabs never jump into boiling water, but if you put them in lukewarm water and then gently raise the temperature, it's kind of like that. Um, Yeah. Yes. So the power and control wheel and why the victim stays, the signs and signals. um, Now,
0: what do you um, tell them that why they stay?
1: well um that there's um reasons uh, basically um due to survival <laughs> survival mechanisms that they might stay um why what the victim may believe like the abuse is temporary um they're embarrassed. They're loyal. Um that they can change the abuser. That it's the responsibility well, it's not really to keep the family the together.
0: Um it's not really changed the abuser, uh, but Because uh, I, I talk on this at my conference um mm-hmm. last year. I'll probably talk on it next year as well. Um but when you've been abused, right? Have you been abused? No. Okay, so when you marry an abuser...
1: Not physically.
0: Okay, you marry this guy that is absolutely wonderful, everything you ever dreamed of. He is, I mean, the perfect person for you because he has made sure that he puts off the persona that he is everything you want.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: you know all your life what what do girls do all their life we grow up literally with a, a doll baby in our hands right
1: we mm-hmm. prepare
0: for marriage we prepare for motherhood we you know we prepare for all that since birth really and guys what do they grow up with in their arms a football and so there's a vast difference of how we look at marriage as opposed to how gentlemen look at marriage. But that being said, if someone is an abuser, of course we know that they're a liar, manipulator, and so forth. And so they put on the best front you can possibly imagine. And so she is marrying that person. And um, I usually have a picture of this really hot guy that he's totally awesome. (laughs)
1: You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Charismatic, loving, you know, charming, everything you've ever wanted. Anyway, um, because they line themselves up to make sure, you know, they they ask you a lot of questions and they find out what you want. And, and, you know, we're all ready to say, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking for. And they want to be that person, right? Mm
1: -hmm. So they're
0: that person. That's the person you meet. That's the person you fall in love with. That's the person you've dated. That's the person that this guy is. And Mm -hmm. then... The ink dries.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And once the ink dries, the, this other guy that shows up whom you don't know, you've never met him, you don't like him, you don't know why he's in the body of the husband that you married that was so wonderful and charismatic and loving. And, and we always think, okay, so he's having a bad day. It's okay. But what we don't realize is he's truly the bad person. He's the liar, the manipulator, you know, the uh, abuser, psychologically, physically, emotionally, financially, all of the above. And so we don't want to change them. We want them to be the person we fell in love with. And Mm -hmm. that's our problem is Mm -hmm. they will never be the person we fell in love with because that person was fabricated specifically and exclusively for us.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: we don't want him to change. We don't like this guy. <laughs> we don't even, mm-hmm. I call it, so an ecclesiastical leader goes said to me, do you just want to change him? I said, have you ever heard of bait and switch? <laughs> because it's no mm-hmm. different. It is a bait and switch. And we don't like the switched product. We didn't marry the switched product. We don't want the switched product. We don't know the switched product. We don't like him at all. And... Mm-hmm. The other guy will come out periodically when they need to grasp uh, a stronger hold on their victim. Um, The other guy just doesn't show up and stays there. What happens is he'll flip uh, the other persona on that he has been fabricating uh, for so long just to, to suck her in a little bit more.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and then the uh this other guy uh that she didn't marry that uh is truly him that she really doesn't like and she doesn't want anything to do with will show up and remember the crab thing that you said will show yeah. up a little more a little more often a little more often until it's him all the time
1: mm-hmm. and then we've
0: already been sucked into the relationship because what have we been doing all of our life we have been preparing to be married and like you said we're very loyal this is what we mm-hmm. want you know divorce is pretty much shunned but not as much as it used to be and um it's not we don't get married to get a divorce we get married to stay married right but when this other yeah. guy shows up that's when we start to have our druthers yeah
1: yeah but I think I think we do you believe that we can change people? <laughs> that we don't especially this I this person that we thought was perfect, we're like well, we can change the bad habits or we can change the abuser back. Well, to abuse the person isn't that a bad habit.
0: It's a learned behavior by their um
1: no, their family. Yeah, I'm not saying abuse is a bad habit. I'm just saying, in general, we think that we can change, you know, the bad habits of our spouse that we don't like. Or,
0: well, in the younger uh, days, you know, have you ever heard their...
1: this?
0: Have you ever heard, um, in when you're younger, I'm not younger, so I don't really care, but when you're younger, you always hear, Oh, honey, you're it's just a diamond in the rough, it'll be fine. And, um, and so we, we kind of wait for the diamond to get a little more buffer, but we're finding the abuse is getting a little bit more stronger. Um, so this is what I say today. There's no diamond in the rough. They better damn well be what they put out there.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, but that's, um, that's another reason. I don't think women go in wanting to change them, but they do recognize that they are a diamond in the rough, which means that they will have to make some changes for life itself. Because what did they grow up with? They grew up with a football in their hand, and the day they learned about marriage was the day before they got married, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. not like they took classes on it like we did, and um, yeah. sat down, talked to mom, and sat down, talked to dad, and you know worked on it our whole life with that yeah. little doll baby in our arms.
1: <laughs> um, yeah.
0: But abusers are trained to be abusers from birth, really. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's what they go through, and they're typically victims of abuse themselves, and that's how they become so um, good at it.
1: Mm hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they're on the change thing. Uh huh. But be real careful when you're talking to them about that because it's truly um, not, it's, that's, um, in its entirety, if you look at the whole picture, that's actually false. What it is, we want the person we married, which we don't have and we will never have. Um, We're dedicated, like you said, we're loyal, we're dedicated, we don't want a divorce. I mean, there's lots of, uh, lots of components. The problem is, mm-hmm. is they've been raised to be abusers, and that's what they're going to be. And mm-hmm. unless they say, hey, I've got a problem, I need to make changes, it isn't going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. But I, yes, I agree. But I think that that is the reason why some women might stay as they believe that, and some do, some can be. Oh, yeah,
0: they'll change back. To the person, yeah. they married.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the right treatment, they can they can definitely learn different different coping mechanisms and. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of women stay for just for that hope.
0: Yeah. Which is yeah. too long and and sometimes to their death. But that being said, death usually occurs after you leave.
1: Mm, yes. Yeah. Or
0: while leaving, it's 70% I guess.
1: Yeah. So, um isn't part of the program, um but you mentioned death. Um this came up in school the other day. There was um a fellow student who um hasn't hasn't have the training that I have as a as a victim advocate, uh-huh. um, and been trained on the progression of domestic violence, and so she said that um, that she had experienced that one of her clients who was a teenager had hit um, their grandmother, and Uh-oh. so yeah, and so adult protective services came in and was interviewing this teenager and asked if they if this teenager had hit the grandma with grandmother with an open hand or a closed fist, and the my fellow student did not understand why they would ask her such a question. She said, "Does it even matter and so then I was able to say, "Well, it, there's a progression you know that's an indicator of how how this is progressing and where it's at, and we know that death is what we're like trying to prevent at the very top. So it is an indicator of how, of how it's progressed. So anyway, just that squirrel there. Yeah. Um, and
0: so share that. Share um, how domestic violence does progress and what the signs are, because this is a very good point that
1: you brought up. hmm Well... I wish I had my little chart in front of me. <laughs> I did not prepare for this.
0: Serene. That's all right. We all have charts, don't we? <laughs>
1: yes. Please refer refer to your chart.
0: <laughs> I know you're like Shereen. Stop asking me these questions, man. It's little off topic.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah, I would hate to misquote it, but um, as I remember, the the open hand um, comes before the closed fist, and um, after the close, and the face is definitely a pretty significant area to to have injured, Um, and then choking is one of the most serious. Indicators that it's progressing to um, Seriousness of death So Without my chart I hate to go more in depth um, But no, you're good Yeah
0: But I agree with you there is a Progression of violence
1: mm. Well sometimes mm. I mean
0: Mine just went straight for the face
1: mm. <laughs> And it, it Yeah It's just so humiliating like I mean that's a way for the abuser to physically and emotionally you know abuse you yeah by going for the face so yeah not some things to talk about and this could be oftentimes when this kind of language comes up in education someone will stand up you know and leave and that's understandable and i I like how you said at the beginning, if anyone is triggered to please call because this language does trigger um victims, so right it, it's tricky to talk about right,
0: right. And um, I did mention that number um, prior because yes. uh triggering is something that we all um deal with. And those that have been abused, um, a song can trigger you. I heard a song Mm. today that, you know, so near and dear to me and um, has complete association with my ex under
1: Mm.
0: very sweet times. And Mm. uh, it was very difficult. I asked a friend one time, I said, I've only been out about four, now it's been four and a half years, but four years. And I said, "Um, I, I don't think I've healed completely. And she said, mm-hmm. I've been out 20, and I haven't healed completely. She goes, I'm not sure it goes completely away. And I'm wondering, "It." I, th- I know she's right, and I'm wondering if mm-hmm. that just isn't our self-protection, mm. that it doesn't go away so we don't make the same mistake twice.
1: All right. Yeah.
0: And so I'm just wondering, uh, you know, I I haven't delved that deeply into it, but that's a a thought, you know, that we can all consider, I guess. But I love what you do. Um, I know it's down here in southern Utah, and I'm glad it's all over the United States. And I really uh, would like uh, people to reach out to, what is it called again, um, it's not um, cut it out. It's something else that you called it on it's, the web.
1: It's org. Okay.
0: ProBeauty.org and also if you're from a different service organization that serves the community, that this might be helpful, this training might be helpful. Is the training free?
1: Yes, it is and i receive all of my materials for free. Oh good. So it's a So this a great is a nonprofit program.
0: organization that's taking care of
1: Well, as far as the Pro Beauty Association, i'm not sure if they're nonprofit or not. But okay. i i would assume they are with their advocacy work and their um yeah. the other things but, that they do.
0: Just a guess on my yeah. part, but i'm thinking the same.
1: Yeah. Well, that's
0: absolutely awesome. I'm I'm so thankful. Um, I'm going to pass this on to all the beauticians that I know. I have a lot of um, previous students that are currently now cosmetologists, and so I want to pass this radio show on to them so that they can listen to it and they can pass it on to theirs as well, so it will help refresh a lot of areas. Um, You know, and before we close, though, I'd like you to – add anything that you think that you missed that might be very important for cosmetologists to review.
1: Okay. Or did um, you hit all those? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so they give some do's and don'ts. Okay. Because you want to keep that communication line open right you don't want to close it down as a professional um, and a lot of times we can say things just out of um i was i would say innocence or ignorance <laughs> um, you know
0: that's very true,
1: yeah, so Um, The first thing that we teach is to believe the victim Um, and then respect their privacy. If they're not willing to share, you know, don't force it. Just keep that relationship um, intact and the line of communication open. And when they're ready, they will share. Um, And if they do share and they have injuries, encourage them to see a professional for medical attention. Um, And then there's a phone number to refer them to um, the Domestic Violence Hotline, um, which is 1-800-799-SAFE. And then just let them know that Um, when they call that line it's confidential and a professional will help them so they don't really have to go into things that muddy waters for for them you know um, in detail of how to help because there's a professional waiting to help and then um, respect their confidentiality also if the abuser is waiting for the person. Um, be very discreet and resp- and then in the salon um, everyone's talking so be aware of your surroundings and maintain confidentiality because that's a quick way <laughs> yeah. to shut down the conversation yeah. um, if someone is listening and then um, don't Tell them that you know how they feel, that there's no way that that we know how someone else feels. Um right. And then don't be judgmental. So those are some of the do's and don'ts for the professionals.
0: Yeah, and it's hard not to be judgmental when you're helping someone that's been hurt. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. At times. Yeah. Yeah. And then ways to just kind of approach the conversation is just to kind of ask, is everything okay? Um, Or say, I'm concerned. You've mentioned some things that are concerning. Do you want to talk? And maybe take them back in the break room. Um, And there you can share the hotline number. So always just make sure that that things are maintained confidentially Um, and then like maybe point out that they say that you've noticed they have a patch in their hair that looks like it um, may have been ripped out and just say that you're worried about them Um, and then say I have a number that you can call so it's pretty gentle and non-invasive invasive
0: And that's as long as uh, the other party isn't checking their pockets and stuff like that.
1: Right, yeah, which could happen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it could very, very much happen, unfortunately.
1: And so even um, we've mentioned this too, if you need to bring the salon phone back for them to use, to do that in the break room
0: you know that might even be a great idea give them your card and put an 800 number on it and say this is my other number
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah that's That's a good way too
0: that would definitely be discreet wouldn't it
1: Mm -hmm. the 800
0: safe number that would totally be a good method
1: yeah Yes.
0: All right, girlfriend. I am so, so glad that you um, are the person that um, helps people down here in southern Utah. That is wonderful. I I, uh, implore all my listeners to reach out to those uh, that do it in their area. Uh, Find out if you have it. Call your local beauty shops and make sure that they've been all trained on that. If you're an advocate, please do that and if you are uh, participating in another service type um position uh and you want to learn more please contact that website that Kristen has shared with us tonight
1: you bet okay yep.
0: we love you girlie <laughs> you're oh, wonderful thank you <laughs> love you
1: too and all your listeners oh, oh you know
0: I'm so excited about going full-time, or not full-time, going um, weekly starting January. Um, They're very pleased with my work, and I'm very, very happy about getting the word out about domestic violence in all of its faces.
1: Yes. Well, good for you. It's Very needed.
0: Well, good for all of us, for sure, because we need to make a difference, don't we? (laughs)
1: Yeah. You <laughs> and you're making a difference.
0: Out. Yes. Yes. And you're doing a great job making a difference on, as well. So I'm, my hat's off to you. Thank you so much for your hard work.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. That's so nice to hear. That's all I can hope, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we can
0: all hope. And, you know, I, I thought it was great that um, they quickly interviewed your uh, not cohort, but the girl that you go to school with to ensure that her grandmother was safe or whatever.
1: Yes. Yes, they did. And um, if
0: nothing else, it did bring awareness.
1: hmm yes. Yeah. So, I, you know. Yeah, I get to use my training in a lot of areas that I didn't realize I would, for example, in class. So, yeah,
0: that's great. Yeah, and that's probably why everyone should probably take that program.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. The awareness so. program. It would be great. I would love to bring it to whoever would like to hear. So, I'm listed on the website, and you can contact me there. It's got my contact information. Um, when you search for an educator, so.
0: Awesome, awesome, And that's in the Southern Utah area, but like you said, it's all around the United States and it's it yep. has infiltrated every state. Is that correct?
1: I hope so. um I haven't looked to see if it if each state has an educator listed, but if not, we can get it in any state um if someone's interested in becoming an educator, they can contact the Cut It Out program through the PBA or the Pearl Beauty Association and become an educator. Of course, there's criteria and they want to make sure that the person is trained and all of that, but absolutely yeah. go for it.
0: Yeah, that's really important, for sure. Yeah. All right, girlie. Well, I will... Okay connect with you uh at another time and i'm going to say goodbye to you but i am going to go to a public service announcement so you have a good night and thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, thank you you too. Happy holidays. Okay.
0: Same to you. <laughs> the same thank to you. I'll you. be back after the the break but i know that you have to run so i will i will text you later. <laughs>
1: All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Bye.
0: Welcome back to Making a Difference About Domestic Violence and Abuse with your host, Shereen Rice, on the CWR Talk Network. Welcome back to... Making a Difference About Domestic Violence, and this is Shereen Rice again. And we just had an opportunity to listen to Kristen Williams on the Cut It Out program. I'm very, very thankful to her for this night. I just wanted to go over a few things. Um, We are starting to, this show will be aired every Thursday night at, again, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I'm sorry, did I say every Thursday night? I hope I didn't say every night. (laughs) Every Thursday night and um, they really like what we're doing and how we're reaching people and the amount of people that we're reaching. So please reach out to others to listen to the show. There might be something of value that not only they could take into their own lives, but maybe help someone else. Also, we, this is the last show for this year. We're not going to have ours in two weeks because it's the Christmas holidays. And um, I know everybody's going to be traveling, (laughs) including myself. I don't know where I'm going, but I will be going somewhere. (laughs) And you have a happy new year and a very merry Christmas. And please, again, if you'd like to contact me, my email address is shareen, S-H-A-R-E-E-N-E, C-W-R, at gmail.com. And you have a good night.